the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time now for Dr. Health Radio, radio's original health news magazine, bringing you the latest information on medicine, fitness, nutrition, and wellness. Now in its 34th year, your host of Dr. Health Radio is David Snow, who is a health expert but not a doctor. And while most of David's guests are doctors or authorities in their area of expertise, they do not diagnose or prescribe on the air. If you have a medical condition that requires treatment, see a health professional. The information contained in this program is for educational and entertainment purposes only. And now, your host of Dr. Health Radio, the snowman himself, David Snow. Well, since today's show is going to focus on health and safety, here are some guidelines that... um Well, not everybody needs to know, but certainly scientists or lab technicians and researchers that help to improve our health. uh, These are some good guidelines for them, and I thought I'd share them with you. Uh, First, wear your goggles. That's a good idea. Protect your eyes. Wear your lab coat, yes. Tie back your long hair if you have it. No food or drink in the laboratory. You don't want to confuse uh, your food or beverage with the chemicals that you're working with. Don't put your pen or anyone else's in your mouth. Uh, That's good advice. Don't smell the chemicals. This isn't duty-free shopping, (laughs) where you smell all the perfumes and colognes. I remember doing that. Uh, Also, read the manual, or at least give it a decent skim. No making TikToks, YouTubes, or Netflix documentaries in the laboratory. (laughs) And finally, dial back flirting with lab partners. It's not that sort of chemistry, and uh, we all want to leave intact today. Good morning, and welcome once again to the healthiest hour on radio. It's the snowman with you, David Snow, keeping you cool and healthy, as we do it each and every week at this time, and we thank you so much for joining us and making us a part of your weekend, which we always hope to make strong and healthy with the information we have for you this morning. And today... It's going to be a safer weekend, hopefully, if you heed the advice we give you. We'll have a health and safety expert on. So uh, let me set the stage here first. So, okay, you, you want to live a healthy and long life, right? That's good. Most of us do. So you eat right. You exercise. Manage your stress. You got to do that. Get enough sleep. Uh, stay socially active. And do whatever else you need to do to maintain a healthy lifestyle. But... You're, you're putting all that at risk if you don't pay attention to other risks, you know, the common risks in life, especially the, um, the things like, you know, the things you ignore. You don't fasten your seatbelt. You don't wear a helmet. Oh, you're just riding your bike around the block. You don't need a helmet. Uh, you drive home from a party when you're a little buzzed because you tell yourself, well, I'm not drunk. Uh, you know, unfortunately, it just takes one little thing to completely turn your life upside down or worse, end it. So today, health and safety is on the menu, and we'll have a guest expert who is a nurse and has been in the medical field for almost half a century. So he has seen virtually everything when it comes to accidents and uh, things that people 
risk um, or uh, they have not taken, you know, uh, particular precautions to uh, reduce their risk. You know, life is a risk. I mean, that's why they call it life. But um, uh, you can do a lot of things to reduce the risk of injury, uh, death or um, or disability. So we will have in just a few minutes, Alan Doherty. He is the author of An Ounce of Prevention is Worth More Than You Can Imagine. He is a registered nurse and has been, as I mentioned, in the medical field for uh, almost 50 years, 47 years. He's also the founder of FAZE, an acronym for Preventive Healthcare and Safety Engagement. And he'll talk about everything from, uh, you know, uh, medication uh, risks and um, adult safety, child safety, preventing all kinds of accidents, whether at home or in your automobile or workplace, um, recreation. We'll talk about, um, we'll get into the details of safety at home, what you need to know, as well as auto safety and uh, much, much more as we talk about his book, An Ounce of Prevention. It's not only worth a pound of cure, it's uh, worth more than you can imagine. That's the title of his book. All right, uh, shifting gears here. What do gummy bears have to do with your health? (laughs) Well, sometimes they can uh, actually affect it adversely. Uh, I'm glad you asked, though. Uh, it's because today, every it seems like every vitamin and mineral and herb and probiotic, uh, superfood, uh, even over-the-counter drug products are now available in gummy form. You know, it's basically candy. Everybody loves candy, so they put it in a gummy uh, delivery form. So here's how gummies came to be. I thought I'd give you a little gummy history. Uh, for centuries, actually, soft candies have been made over the centuries. and um, and for instance, in Japan and China, they were made with uh, sugar and rice starch. And then uh, Turkey, there was the Turkish Delight. You may have had that in gourmet shops. Uh, it's a chewy candy formed from sugar and cornstarch. It was well known in Europe, and uh, it was um, actually available since the turn of the 19th century. And then other countries got into the act, uh, Britain and the United States here. Uh, over a century, uh, things have been available in soft uh, candy form. Well, um, back about, uh, let's see, in the early 1900s, Hans Riegel, a, a German uh, confectioner, came up with Haribo in 1920, set out to produce his own version of a soft gelatin-based fruit-flavored candy. Well, he set his candy apart from the rest by making it into the shape of dancing bears. How about that? And hence the Gummy bears came to be, and they hit the market in 1922, so over, what, 101 years ago. Uh, they were popular across Germany and then eventually uh, gained popularity throughout Europe and then spread to the United States in the 1980s, um, and they, they're still the number one uh, gummy candy leader, of 100 million or so every day. But um, uh, since then, both nutraceutical and pharmaceutical companies, uh, firms, have offered a variety of their products. I, you know, I thought I saw it all, but then last week I saw laxative gummies. <laughs> I mean, don't let your kids near these because, uh, you know, surprise, surprise, uh, you might have uh, some um, unintended consequences or your children might uh, uh, because, you know, and it's amazing. I'm alive today because I remember they didn't have gummies when I was growing up, but they did have Children's the, the uh, Saint Joseph orange flavored aspirin I remember all too well. I don't. I mean, I ate countless. <laughs> I would go in the medicine cabinet. I don't know why. How my parents did not suspect something because 
even though I didn't eat the whole bottle at a time, I would have several. And uh, just because they tasted good, they were orange-flavored aspirin, the baby aspirins. And um, <laughs> I did that for the longest time. And, uh, you know, they never mentioned anything. But anyway, um, so gummies are for dummies for the most part. But there's a few exceptions, okay? And I've mentioned this, uh, I think, once before. Enzyme Medica, which uh, is a Florida-based company here in here in the Sunshine State, they have DGL gummies, which is the active ingredient uh, in um, in the gummy. It's a deglycerizinated licorice ex- extract, and uh, it's good for stomach ailments. Uh, and you have to mix it with your saliva. It has to be uh, your saliva activates it, so it's actually advantageous to have it in a gummy form. Um, and there's a minimum amount of sugar in these. Whereas most gummies are way too high in sugar and way too low in active potent ingredients. But anyway, that's that's one uh, because it's good for the stomach. And then the other Enzymatica product is ginger gummies, which, again, target the stomach as well as effectively relieving or addressing nausea. And uh, both these uh, products start to work or they start working in their your saliva. So these two supplements are beneficial when in gummy form, but for the most part, as a rule, you don't get anywhere near the potency of a pill or powder that you get in a gummy, and you get way too much sugar and other not-so-nutritious ingredients in the gummies that may gum up your system, so to speak. So uh, I'll get off my soapbox here. Bottom line, you know, candy, that's what gummies are, although they're popular and tasty, probably not the way you should be getting your nutritional or medicinal needs met on a consistent basis, okay? All right, I'll get off my soapbox here. David, get your blood pressure back down. (laughs) And uh, since this is the first Saturday of October, uh, I want to uh, share with you some of the health happenings that are going on this month. It's it's, uh, less, let's see, uh, dyslexia, uh, less dyxia. I always get the word because I'm dyslexic myself. Anyway, it's Dyslexia Awareness Month. Um, and uh, that's um, just to uh, raise public awareness of the signs of dyslexia in adults as well as children. Also, Eczema Awareness Month, sponsored by the American Academy of Dermatology, to um, help people learn more about eczema, uh, because if they learn more about it, it might lead to fewer flare-ups and better results from treatment. Also, Health Literacy Month, and uh, that's one reason we're having... Ellen Doherty on. Um, that's because uh, you want to communicate. Uh, we want to communicate good health information to you uh, in ways that you can understand. And since he's in the medical field as a registered nurse, um, he has put a book out, which is very easy to understand, I might add. And I, I'll tell you, well, tell you how to get the book if you want a copy of it. Also, it's uh, National Chiropractic Health Month as well as Contact Lens Safety Month and Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I'm going to talk about more on that because uh, our our show next week is going to be focusing on that. Uh, it's uh, Dental Health Hygiene Month, National Dental Hygiene Month, and uh, two weeks from today we're going to be doing a show on oral health. Uh, national Pescatarian Month, hey, that's me. Uh, since 2020, the National Pescatarian Month is designed to help people Keep seafood top of mind. And uh, it's National Physical Therapy Month. And as I always like to say, I, I love their bumper sticker and their slogan. Uh, if it's physical, it's therapy. 
uh, National Popcorn Poppin' Month. Just don't put too much butter and sugar or uh, salt on your popcorn, and it's a healthy uh, snack or healthy um, part of a meal. All right, and tomorrow is, uh, since I mentioned Pescatarian, uh, it's National Salmon Day during National Seafood Month, a day to celebrate eating more heart-healthy salmon, providing it's wild and not farmed. And, you know, just last week I was over at Abby's Health and Nutrition for you Tampa listeners. Uh, They have the Cafe Eden, which is their in-store deli, and they have the best salmon I have had in the state of Florida. Uh, They have two versions. um, I have the maple salmon, and then they have a lemon salmon, and it's wild. It's all wild caught, and uh, it is just uh, beyond delicious. So uh, if you go to Abby's Health and Nutrition in Tampa, make sure you uh, try their Cafe Eden's uh, fresh salmon. They cook it every day. Next week on Dr. Health, uh, do bras cause cancer? Well, we'll take a look at the compelling evidence of the link between breast cancer and bras. Our guest will be a medical anthropologist who has been researching this topic for many years, and he's also surveyed nearly 5,000 women in an attempt to uh, uncover the hidden cause of this devastating disease. So uh, that's coming up next week here on The Healthiest Hour on Radio. All right, let's go to the fitness file. Okay, a few fitness trends to watch for, both this year and next. Low and slow exercise, low impact, low intensity training. You know, there, there is always, and we've talked about it before, high intensity uh, interval training, the HIT uh, version, uh, which is beneficial, but, uh, you know, you do risk joints and muscles and pulling tendons and things like that, so you risk injury if you uh, take it to the nth degree. So taking a leisurely uh, walk, for instance, or doing yoga, you know, it still delivers a myriad of health and fitness benefits. And uh, this has been a trend that is increasing or uh, being, being more popular with less impact on the joints and stress hormones. Uh, so, and it's a great starting point for beginners if you haven't been exercising or, and, you know, if you're not fit, if you're uh, sedentary or been a couch potato, it's never too late to start. Uh, but, you know, don't mistake low impact for easy. Uh, slowing down sometimes is more difficult, actually, because it forces you to breathe and feel your way through the entire range of motion, depending on what you're doing. Also, in life or in life, <coughs> excuse me, real life <laughs> training or functional fitness, that's making a resurgence, um, you know, beca- because of the uh, pandemic. Uh, health clubs, a lot of them went out of business, and uh, of course, most of them had to close temporarily. Uh, but visits to the gym in 2023, the first month of this year, increased by 29% compared with the same period last uh, in 2022, last year. Uh, so the revival is that uh, people like real-life, real-time training, which offers benefits that are a lot harder to achieve through virtual workouts at home. I mean, nothing wrong with working out at home. It's better than not working out, but uh, not not as good as uh, being outdoors in nature or going to your health club and you know being with other like-minded people. Also, mind-body training that's um, becoming more popular it strengthens your immune system as well as mental health, uh, and um, you know it puts aside the pressure to keep up with the. Uh, the Joneses or the uh, Kardashians, if you will. Uh, but uh, exercise isn't only about aesthetics. It's also for mental health and emotional health and, you know, in the pursuit of longevity, not just looks. And uh, 
And also, as you get older, as the seasons of your life change, so should your workouts. I mean, you're not going to be taking it to the max like you did in your 20s. So you got to understand what your body needs today, not yesterday or 20 years ago. All right, let's go to matters of sexual health. All right. Unhealthy lifestyles linked to bad sex. That's no surprise. Physical inactivity leads to erectile dysfunction in men. Inactivity causes poor metabolic health that increases or, excuse me, decreases ability to regulate blood flow to the sex organs. Danish researchers found that obesity, being underweight, uh, excessive alcohol consumption, also large waist circumference, which is being overweight or obese, uh, smoking and physical inactivity during leisure time were linked to sexual problems and lower frequency of sex. And not only men, but also women. In fact, in women, unhealthy lifestyles were associated with the failure to reach orgasm, lubrication problems, and vaginal pain. And the study showed that leading a healthy lifestyle promotes good sex. So uh, no, no surprise there, but a good reminder. That comes from the Journal of Sexual Medicine. All right, and finally, in the Funny Bone Pharmacy. All right, uh, <laughs> here's some uh, funny slogans that I found. Some are on T-shirts, some are not. Just because I'm awake doesn't mean I'm ready to do things. And uh, a link to that is, I don't really rise and shine. I caffeinate and hope for the best <laughs> for you uh, Java junkies out there. Uh, here's a sign that says, mood swings available every 10 minutes. Oh, I hope not that often. Uh, I like this one. Don't know how to act my age. I've never been this old before. <laughs> and an apple a day will keep anyone away if you throw it hard enough. And uh, for you retired people, okay, I know we envy you. Well, not really, but uh, here's a T-shirt that says, I'm retired, you're not. Have fun at work tomorrow. <laughs> Not. And just a couple others. Um, I'm working from home, but as a bartender. Uh-oh, that's not a good position or occupation. Uh, I prefer my puns intended. And uh, there's two more. Here's a picture of a cat. It says, this is why we can't have nice things. Because <laughs> the cat tears them all up. And finally, my favorite... Before we work on artificial intelligence, why don't we do something about natural stupidity? Yes, <laughs> that's what I say. And uh, especially the people that uh, are stupid enough to think that natural or artificial intelligence is going to take the place of natural intelligence for everything. All right, that's it for the Funny Bone Pharmacy. When we come back, we'll have Alan Doherty on. The author of An Ounce of Prevention is Worth More Than You Can Imagine. Back after this with more information on safety and health here on Dr. Health. I'm David Snow. Don't go anywhere if you want to stay healthy. Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy. If you're a big sports fan like me, sometimes the best part about watching a football game are the pre- and post-game shows. Well, it's the same for probiotics. 
The most important part of probiotics are the prebiotics and postbiotics that come along. Not all probiotics have this superior combination. That's why I only buy Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. You see, prebiotics feed the probiotic colonies in your intestines, and postbiotics are the organic nutrients produced by Dr. O'Hara's three-year fermentation process that become the foundation for long-term colonization of the good bacteria in your body. This is so important. No other probiotic formula has this. As I get older, I want to protect my health the best I can and use only the best supplements that are available. So, score a touchdown for your health. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at natural health retailers and online. Don't accept a substitute. Welcome back to the show. David Snow on your radio. Hey, whether you're a senior or, well... Whether you're a senior in high school or a senior citizen, nine years old or 90, this is the show that's going to help you be fitter, stronger, smarter, sexier, and most of all, healthier. And here to help us become healthier is my next guest, Alan Doherty. He is the author of An Ounce of Prevention. Uh, He is a registered nurse and has been in the medical field for almost half a century, more than 47 years and also the founder of FASE, which is an acronym for Preventive Healthcare and Safety Engagement. And we'd like to welcome him to the Dr. Health Radio microphones this morning. Good morning, Alan. How the health are you? <laughs> Good morning. How are you? Excellent. Now, uh, before we get into our the contents of our discussion on health and safety, which is the, um, the substance of your book entitled An Ounce of Prevention, I have a safety, uh, you know, health and safety-related question for you to start things off. Since we are broadcasting here from the Sunshine State, what safety features do medicine bottles in Florida have? I'm wondering if you know this. No, I'm not really familiar with what kind of safety information they might have on their bottles down there in Florida. Yeah, the the medicine bottles they have here in Florida, they have Tampa-proof caps. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Get it, Tampa proof. That's where we broadcast. I get it. Anyway, anyway. Uh, okay, so, so um, you know, um, so many of the things that that are a risk to human life and health, uh, we we ignore, and and it's it's amazing that some people ignore some of the most obvious dangers and risks and hazards in life. Uh, so uh, I, I know that's the gist of your book, an ounce of prevention. Uh, it's worth more than a pound of cure. It's more than you can imagine, which is your subtitle. So uh, tell us how so many of us can be so consciously unconscious and, you know, just we put ourselves on autopilot or cruise control, if you will. And uh, t- take us through some of the examples that uh, people routinely really uh, fall out of uh, health because of, uh, of, you know, as far as accidents or um, just um regular safeguards in their daily routines, things like that. And and I know that you, have you uh, worked on an ER as well? Uh, I know you're registered. Yes, sir, I yeah. sure have. Yeah, I, I, that's what I assumed. So uh, give us some of the examples of people that uh, haven't heeded some of the most common sense measures that you can take to uh, preserve your health as well as your life. Well, well, that's very interesting. We're starting off in that direction because I was just, uh, doing some research for a podcast, and you know, there's health expectancy for everybody. Obviously, how long you're going to live, life expectancy, and they've actually come up with a statistic which just really blew me out of the water. That over 900,000 people every year in the United States 
die what is called a premature death. In other words, it wasn't wouldn't have normally been their time, uh, but because of either some type of illness or some type of accident and injury, uh, their life was cut short. And that's almost a million people, and that's just utterly amazing to me. Now, here's the the real bad thing that CDC has estimated that between forty. And 50% of those 900,000 cases could have been prevented. Mm, wow. So it's very, very staggering. Here, here's another one. It's just I, uh, unbelievable. Uh, obviously, I can, I can almost guarantee that if I walk, w- walked into your house uh, looking around too long, I would find some smoke detectors. It's just yes. something that has been so routine throughout uh, you know the United States uh, the CDC and other institutions have have beat to death the importance of having smoke detectors in the house and here it is uh, 2023 and of all the deaths that were caused by home fires last year 55% of those deaths occurred in homes that had no smoke detectors really and an, wow yes sir Even and another today. 16 another 16 percent had smoke detectors but they weren't functioning unbelievable so when we're talking and that's why i say an ounce of prevention is worth more than you can imagine we have all types of ways to prevent things and and you hit the nail on the head a minute ago when you started talking about your subconscious and the autopilot because we do so many things just routinely without thinking. There's people that feel like their health's great, so no matter what the doctor recommends, they've already have implanted in their mind their response to any type of suggested therapy or test. You go in there, you're 56, 57 years old, and the doctor recommends colonoscopy. You feel great. You've never had any problems. You don't have a family history of colon cancer. You blow it off automatically without actually giving it thought. Mm-hmm. Same thing goes with health or with safety issues. <laughs> you talk about working in an emergency room. Um, I actually was over in England for four years, and they send us to places where there aren't any physicians, so we get to kind of do everything. And uh, a gentleman came in one Saturday afternoon, had his hand wrapped up in a towel, and just totally burned oh. to a crisp. Oh, my gosh. And uh, mm. you know what he was doing? He was barbecuing and they were in a hurry to get things going and the charcoal wasn't actually getting hot fast enough so he started dumping a whole bunch more charcoal lighter on it it flamed up there was a little hole somewhere it got all over his shirt sleeve caught his arm on fire and uh, i saw him every day for like three weeks changing his dressing and debriding that arm and it's it's just little things driving down the road you get a text message right you say, oh, I better check and see who that's from. It might be important. Yeah, but, you know, living through the rest of the day is very important, too. And it's been proven that speeding and driving distracted and driving impaired cause more fatalities on the highway than almost all the other things you can imagine put together. Yeah, you're so, uh, you're absolutely right. In fact, let me interject here because I have some. Yes, sir. I didn't get it to the in, in the monologue, but... Um, uh, it's it's a perfect segue into this uh, texting research I did. Uh, uh, the texting driver is 23 times more likely to be involved in an accident than a driver who is not texting. 
And then texting while driving has become the leading cause of motor vehicle accidents and deaths for teenage drivers. And also, if that's not enough, driving a vehicle while texting is six times more dangerous than driving while intoxicated, according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, especially if you're texting something long like <laughs> the National Highway Safety Administration. Uh, you know. <laughs> but uh, uh, the last thing about texting is sending or receiving a text takes the driver's eyes off from the road for an average of 4.6 seconds. That's Now, if you're moving 55 miles an hour, which is the average uh, highway speed, that would be like driving the length of an entire football field while blindfolded. And so, I mean, you know, don't get me started on um, auto safety, but I know that you actually have a cha- chapter on auto safety, which is really good. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. I just did a, a podcast on that, and it it really got some good response because people just didn't realize that. I used a similar illustration. And the thing is, and you mentioned that driving that type of a distance blindfolded and going almost 100 yards can you imagine that a car coming the other direction and traveling the same speed could be 200 yards away, and by time they, by time that 4.6 seconds was over, they would meet. And wow. so it's just really a tragic thing. Oh, my God. But, but you're exactly right. We just don't think about health issues. We don't think about prevention because we feel like everything's now – uh, people start smoking cigarettes. Well, you know, it's not bothering me. I don't cough a lot. I feel fine. Uh, but 40, 50 years from now when you're diagnosed with stage four lung cancer and you're not able to operate and your days are now numbered, mm-hmm. it's too late to think about things like that. Mm-hmm. Obesity. Our country has a horrible problem oh, with obesity. That's the elephant in the room. It, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean the, the overweight elephant in the room, I might add, yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, Alan, we need to, uh, I need to work on taking a break. Uh, so if you could stay with us on the other side, I have many more questions for you. In fact, since we uh, talked about auto safety, do you know what causes twice as many accidents as distracted driving? You'll be surprised at this one. Uh, well, I know the audience will. Maybe you, you already know it, but uh, we'll address that when we come back. And then I have many more questions for you. Adult safety, child safety, also safety at home. You know, what about uh, rugs that are easy to slip on or stairs or uh, things in the shower? Uh, Do you have a bath mat? Uh, You know, just common sense things, but a lot of things that people ignore or overlook. Back after this with my guest, Alan Doherty, the author of An Ounce of Prevention. We'll also tell you how to get his book when we return from this brief break. Stick around as Dr. Health continues. I'm David Snow, and this is Dr. Health Radio. Do you sometimes suffer from gas, bloating, indigestion, constipation, diarrhea, or irritable bowel syndrome? You need to know about the friendly foursome. Master Supplements, the leaders in safe and effective intestinal health products, offer four supplements that may reinvent your intestinal tract. First, there's Theralac, America's fastest-acting medical-strength probiotic. Find out why Theralac's regular customers become, well, regular customers. Just go to theralac.com for more information. Then there's True Fiber, clinically proven to improve regularity as well as lowering cholesterol. 
True Fiber is also uniquely formulated to stimulate probiotics. Third in the friendly foursome is Enzalase, the strongest enzyme available. With high potencies of 12 different digestive enzymes, Enzalase makes short work of fatty meals and dairy products, as well as normally gas-producing foods such as beans. Finally, there's True Flora, the fastest-acting bio-cleansing probiotic. True Flora is so potent, the recommended dose is only two per week. This is the Premier Traveler Supplement. Don't go on a trip without taking True Flora. See the friendly foursome of master supplement products at your favorite natural food store. Theralac, True Fiber, Enzalase, and True Flora for the best intestinal health of your life. Wakanaga of America, makers of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, knows that most of us are having to stretch every dollar a little further these days. But that doesn't mean you should have to choose between saving money and your family's health. It's important, as well as cost-effective, to choose safe and multifunctional nutritional supplements. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has been a superior cardiovascular supplement for over 50 years, backed by over 900 published scientific papers. Aged Garlic Extract has been shown to provide many cardiovascular benefits, including lowering blood pressure and improving arterial stiffness, and strong immune support. Kyolic Formula 103 includes vitamin C, mushrooms, and astragalus for immune and heart health, and Kyolic Formula 152 with omega-3s and vitamins D3, K2, E, and B6 for heart, bone, and immune health. Two excellent options that provide multiple health benefits for your family's health. Look for Kyolic at your local natural health store and online. Want to get at the core issues that make weight loss so difficult? Try PGX from Natural Factors. This revolutionary product is clinically shown to help people achieve their ideal body weight in a safe, natural way. PGX helps you feel full for hours, dramatically reduces the glycemic index of any food, and improves the action of insulin. If you've ever tried to lose weight and failed, you need the tremendous support of PGX. Learn more at PGX.com. Snow, 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 snow. That is right. It is David Snow on your radio. Hey, we hope to keep your health in check. And the best part of all, we don't have to send you a check. We won't send you a check. Here where we dispense fresh, factual, and free information to make you a healthier person. If you're just joining us, Alan Doherty is my guest. He is the author of An Ounce of Prevention is Worth More Than You Can Imagine. Alan, how can people get a copy of your book? It's actually available on in Amazon in ebook, and you can get a printed book, and it's also available on audiobook. So oh, that's whatever good. your preference is, you're more than welcome to get that and share it with others. I don't know what I do with all my audio books. I have uh, <laughs> drawers full of all my CDs, and uh, yeah, I'm still old-fashioned. I still have a CD player in my car, uh, but uh, that's what I do when I drive around. Anyway, <clears throat> I'll have to get the, the audio version, although I have a hard copy of your book. Uh, now, uh, do you know the answer to the question that I posed before the break uh, as far as what causes twice as many accidents as distracted driving? No, I do not. <clears throat> well, I, it's... Um, I'm interested to find out. <clears throat> excuse me. Believe it or not, it's uh, turn signal neglect, as the researchers call it. Um, uh, I'll review the study here for you, real just um, uh, abbreviated study. Um, the turn signal usage, uh, this is by the Society of Automotive Engineers. They found that 
rate of turn signal neglect for vehicles changing lanes is 48%. In other words, only half the time do people make their signal when they're changing a lane. Um, Vehicles making improper turns or turns improperly use signals only 25% of the time. So until we, you know, come up with some mind reading pills (laughs) when you're driving, (laughs) you know, you just have to anticipate that somebody is going to turn in front of you or uh, you have to have, uh, you know, like I, I always think of James, like James Bond, you know, always have an escape route. Uh, but um, no matter what, what the vehicles and, and sometimes people leave their turn signals on and, you know, they might be a, a right turn signal that they left on and then they end up turning left. But anyway, uh, not to belabor the point, but um, it occurs more than two billion times a day. And the study suggests that turn signal neglect is responsible for over two million accidents per year more than twice the number of collisions caused by distracted driving. So uh, just another thing to add to uh, the health and safety uh, list of uh, things to do while you're driving defensively and uh, for the safety of you as well as others. Now let's... Um, yeah, and let- that's really a huge point when you think about it because the excuses that I hear, I interview people all the time. Yeah. And the excuses I hear for being able to text... Uh, I, I used to go to D.C. all the time, and you'd actually see people reading newspapers, putting makeup on, eating oh my God, breakfast, yeah. all of these things while they're driving. But at any rate, the, the excuse I get is, well, you know, I can look down, look back up, look down, look back up. So it's only a short time that I'm actually having my eyes off the road. But you know what? You can't drive defensively unless you're watching the road at all times. Just in that brief second, it takes you to look down. And look back up. Someone could swerve in front of you without a turn signal on and cause the accident that you were just talking about. Yeah, that's so true. Now, uh, on a related point, let me talk about, you know, you're talking about reaction times, basically. And as we get older, our reaction times naturally slow down. Now, the fatality rate for drivers age 85 and older is almost four times higher than that of teen drivers. And uh, elderly drivers, here's some research I uncovered, are less likely to be in accidents caused by high speeds or alcohol, but they're more likely than other drivers to get in collisions when missing a stop sign or turning into oncoming traffic. And how many times have we heard that in the news of that happening? And uh, uh, here's a, just to uh, give you an example, uh, and this is in regard to inattention or maybe uh, just slower cognitive function I remember this this news story all too well, and unfortunately, I mean, it it killed a lot of people. This was back in 2003. Uh, George Weller, an 86-year-old driver, killed 10 people and injured more than 70 when he drove his Buick LeSabre into a crowded farmer's market in Santa Monica, California. His attorneys explained that Weller had confused his car's accelerator for the brake. He was convicted of uh, vehicular manslaughter with gross negligence. Anyway, the... The judge ruled that Weller was too ill to be imprisoned, and he sentenced him to um, $100,000 in penalties and probation. Uh, And the case actually fueled a nationwide debate over how elderly drivers should be screened for, you know, being able to drive. Because you have to be able to tell the difference between the gas pedal and the brake pedal. That'd be a good place to start, right? But, um, (laughs) uh, you you know, I mean, it's and everybody's getting older and nobody wants to, you know, you hear so many instances where one of the relatives or significant others or loved ones uh, have to take away the person's license because, I mean, who wants to give up the privilege and and, um, 
the 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 uh, pleasure of driving. I mean, you know, I, I I'm a car guy, and I you know I I can't fathom that that day that uh, I'll you know I might have to stop driving because of uh, you know aging and and the things that go along with it. So give us your comments on that. Yeah, that's certainly true, and uh, unfortunately, you know, we don't like the government to get involved in a whole lot of things right. in our life. But sure. this is one area that I think. There has to be some kind of guidance, some kind of actual standards set up for people that as they get older, some people may be very cognitive and able to do just about anything as far as dexterity goes and have absolutely no mental confusion. And then there's others that may even be younger that have those problems. And right. I think it's an individual basis. And I would highly recommend an annual some type of annual note from a physician. Uh, well, that or a test. I mean, uh, they, you know, after a certain age, you should have a test to to uh, guide or, or gauge your mental competency, uh, mental cognition, and uh, you know your your driving ability, reaction time, et cetera. I mean, they ha- they have tests for eyesight, of course, uh, which is paramount of uh, for driving, uh, and and. Um, uh, you know the written test, but uh, but some other tests that are are going to be necessary as we get older and the aging of the population takes place. Uh, I mean, it's it, you know the, in just ten or twenty years, the elderly population is going to double, and uh, so this is going to be a major problem in the future in our society, both here in the United States and worldwide. Yep, it sure will. All right. On that note, uh, we need to take one last break of the hour, Alan. And when we come back, we'll just take a short, uh, brief pause here. And I have many more questions for you. Let's uh, shift gears and talk about safety at home. I'm thinking yard work. You know, the people that use the the uh, blowers, the leaf blowers, which I hate, uh, would ban those, or at least the gas-powered ones because of the noise and pollution. Uh, and then uh, the weed eaters, uh, you know, they don't put protective goggles on. Uh, they're only going to do the edge of the driveway, so, you know, no big deal. <laughs> what about all the safety things uh, around your home uh, as well as uh, in, in each room? We'll take it room by room. Uh, let's start with the bathroom, which is uh, where a lot of slips and falls take place. Back after this with our show on health and safety with Alan Doherty, the author of An Ounce of Prevention. Stick around if you want to stay healthy. I'm David Snow here on Dr. Health Radio. Stop breathing right now. No, really, hold your breath. This is how it feels when you're stuffed up due to colds, flu, pollen, dander, post-nasal drip, or any other reason. That's when you need clear saline nasal spray, the only spray with the power of xylitol. That simple saline solution you're using is only doing half the job. It's just rinsing. In multiple research studies, xylitol has been shown to reduce bacterial adhesion and help keep your nose moist and clean much longer than saline alone making Clear more effective at washing away that nasty gunk in your nose. Clear is so powerful, it's been granted over 11 patents. So step up from that wimpy saline spray to something that actually works faster and better at getting you the relief you need to start breathing now. And if your doctor isn't talking to you about Clear for your congestion, maybe you need to get a new doctor. You don't just rinse your hands. Why would you just rinse your nose? Clear saline nasal spray with xylitol. Available at Vitamin Shop, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, as well as Amazon.com. For a complete list of retailers, visit clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. 
since 70% of your immune system is in your gut, don't you think it's time to take a little better care of it? After all, so many things you're doing to it are affecting its function. Not getting enough fiber, eating too much sugar, excess stress and alcohol, as well as that sedentary lifestyle. So maybe it's time for a tune-up, an intestinal tune-up, with the medical strength probiotics from Master Supplements. Their signature Theralac, recommended by doctors for more than 15 years, will rapidly colonize your intestinal tract with the specific gut-friendly strains of potent beneficial bacteria. And their patent-protected delivery system has garnered Theralac and their other probiotics with a worldwide reputation for results. There's also True Flora, a unique probiotic and enzyme blend with bio-cleansing effects, and True Bifido, specifically formulated for colon support. See all of the Master Supplements products at your nearest natural food store or go to Theralac.com. Master Supplements, the probiotic pioneers. Curcumin-rich Theracurmin from Natural Factors is a special form of curcumin, the yellow pigment of turmeric that has shown many wondrous health benefits. Theracurmin represents a major scientific breakthrough. Clinical studies show that when it comes to absorption, Theracurmin is by far number one. Finally, the powerful health benefits of curcumin can be realized with curcumin-rich Theracurmin. To learn more, visit naturalfactors.com. Welcome back to the Cure for the Common Radio Show. It's your weekly dose of verbal vitamins. And if you want a double dose of good verbal vitamins, you can listen to our show 12 hours from the time it broadcasts in the morning on the station you're listening to right now. Or you can go to the website, drhealthradio.com, after next Wednesday and uh, podcast the, or listen to the podcast when we put the show on our website, drhealthradio.com. Continuing our conversation with Alan Doherty. Uh, Alan, just to uh, wrap up the uh, auto safety segment of our discussion on health and safety, I, I want to remind people if they see a vehicle driving recklessly or weaving or, you know, swerving across lanes on a road or freeway, uh, yeah, they could be drunk or distracted or, you know, involved in road rage, or it could be a, me- mecha- a mechanical malfunction with automobile or possibly the driver just suffered a stroke or a heart attack or other medical episode. I mean, these happen every day somewhere in the U.S. and worldwide. It's called life and sometimes death, unfortunately. But we always need to be an aware driver. So no texting, tweeting, twiddling or talking on your phone. Okay, remember, driving is a multitasking activity in and of itself. I mean, you're you're watching for other vehicles around you. You're reading street signs, having to merge or turn, uh, glancing at your instrument panel, uh, on and on. And so you're already multitasking before you. We, we even talk about texting or talking on the phone. So anyway, I was sorry to get on my soapbox there, but I uh, wanted to get people that information. That's a very good point, David. All right. And now uh, let's talk about um, falls in the home. Uh, I want to share with you two experiences just recently that have been in my life. One, my next door neighbor uh, fell about a month ago uh, in his home. Uh, just, you know, he's my neighbor and, uh, and he's 81 and he had to go to the hospital and, you know, had complications, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he passed away a few days ago, unfortunately. Um, and, and it was all because of a fall. Uh, that's what uh, precipitated it. And, and you know, I had no idea this was going to happen to me this morning, but I was out, I just went for a short run before I drove to the studio, 
And um, I'm on a two-lane road. There was no sidewalk. Uh, uh, yeah, just a you know two-lane uh, road by my house. And a car was coming, uh, uh, you know, uh, toward me. So I thought, okay, I'll. I'll and the, since there's no sidewalk, there was just some high grass next to the uh, asphalt. So I thought, okay, I'll I'll keep running, but I'll just run in the high grass and I'll be careful. Well, I didn't take two or three steps before. I, there was a hole that was not visible because the grass was growing, you know, pretty tall. And I, I went down and I, I immediately, I mean, one second I'm vertical, the next second totally horizontal and put out both my hands and uh, they're in the grass. And I, fortunately, I got up and uh, immediately started running again. But I mean, it can happen so fast. That's why they call them accidents. You know, you don't anticipate them or expect anything to happen, but they do. And they can happen to you. That's exactly right. So let's talk about falls in the home. Give us your experience from your medical background, uh, being a nurse and working in the ER, and uh, and some of the things that uh, go on with falls and, and how people can prevent them. Yeah, well, you talked about the elderly, and that's so important because there's a condition called osteoporosis that takes place as we age, right. meaning that the bones are less dense than they normally are when we're younger. And uh, they almost become like a spongy type material where there are a lot of openings and holes and pores throughout the bone. That's why it's called porosis. And so it's a lot easier to fracture something whenever you fall. Many, many elderly people fracture wrists quite frequently because they catch themselves as they fall. Broken hips are hugely common. And the problem is that when people that are elderly, especially with those who have other medical conditions, it's often hard for them to actually bounce back from that. And uh, a lot of them will get pneumonia and, and pass away. And it's really sad. That's right. And uh, there 20, are 25% of all people that break their hips pass away or die because of... Yes, sir. The, yeah. You're right. That's why I work, I've been working in dialysis now for the last 30 years. And of course, we have an elderly population, and every time we get a phone call that someone's fallen at home and broken a hip, it's just, I mean, we just shudder because oh, yeah. we realize it could be very detrimental for them. Uh, but, it, but in homes, you got to you got to look at several things, you know, especially age-related things. For example, you know, there's a couple places in my carpet that just aren't as tight as they should be, and it's absolutely no problem for me because... I can navigate through that pretty well without any problem. But as I get older or as if I had another older adult in the home, you know, it could be really a cause for a fall because their depth perception isn't quite as good, their dexterity and their movement, their gait may be a little unsteady. And just any little thing that you're adding to the already difficult task of ambulating whenever you're an elderly person can cause an accident. No, no question. Bathtubs are another one. I, I don't know why people equate anything you put in the bottom of the bathtub as something that gets dirty and nasty and you have to clean all the time. Uh, you know, it sure is worth it because, you know, with soap and shampoo, the bottom of the bathtub can get very, very slippery. Mm -hmm. And even though we have handrails up, we, there are so many falls related to uh, slippery, slippy bathtubs and showers, and uh, it has caused several fatalities, obviously, but a lot of injuries, especially to the elderly people again. Absolutely. And uh, although we don't have time for it because we only have three minutes left in the show, uh, you do have an excellent chapter on exercise 
as well as eating right and uh, nutrition. Well, you, the uh, chapter 14, what you are eating may be eating you. Uh, I like the title of that one. And, uh, uh, you know, you talk about uh, having too much pasta or, uh, you know, using portion control to, to reel in the, um, the excess calorie consumption, which is a good idea. And you go into detail about that. Now, tell us about the phase organization, the one that you founded. Actually, phase is a program that we're trying to create awareness everywhere about how important uh, preventive health and safety is. Uh, screenings. You know, there are so many women that are still being diagnosed with latent breast cancer because they skip mammograms. Uh, colon cancer is still one of the leading causes of death due to cancer because people aren't taking advantage of colonoscopies. Uh, there are just so many things. Immunizations, for example. Uh, you know, there's a COVID shot that should, people should be getting every year if they follow that regime. Flu shots every year. There's a pneumonia shot people should be getting. Um, there, there's all kinds of immunizations to help people maybe not keep from getting those ailments, but at least keeping the symptoms to a minimum so they can be able to, you know, get through the illness without having any major complications. Well, and, and as long as they don't have a false sense of security from getting those uh, procedures, because uh, so many people, you know, it's kind of like insurance. Oh, I have insurance. If anything happens, I'm insured. Well, <laughs> you're still going to be, <laughs> yeah. you know, disabled or injured or maybe die. Uh, but uh, it seems like people are more concerned about their medical coverage. And uh, uh, does, does my policy cover drugs? And does it cover this and that? And, you know, th- things that people shouldn't be taking on, on a long-term basis anyway. And And finally, my contention is that most people die of Suicide, albeit slow suicide, as you mentioned, you know, people eating themselves to death or uh, not exercising or, you know, all the lifestyle related diseases that people have, as well as all the accidents you you get into in your book, An Ounce of Prevention. And I, I can't thank you enough for writing this book. It came out last year. And uh, tell us once again how to uh, obtain a copy of people if listeners want to get one. Yes, definitely. We uh, go to Amazon.com and look up the title or look up my name, and you're very. Uh, the, I've actually written eight books, but it's one of the first books listed there. You can get it in uh, at either ebook or written book or on the audio book. Um, and, uh, you know, once you do that, you there my email address is in there, or the website address for phases in there. Uh, I love to have people contact me because I put them on my mailing list, send them on blogs, okay. and uh, invite them to special events. Okay, thanks so much, Alan Doherty, the author of An Ounce of Prevention. And that's it for the show. Join us again next week as we talk about do bras cause cancer? We have a medical anthropologist who will tell all on next week's show, along with all of our regular features. Thanks for joining us. See you next week. Aloha. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.